Welcome back to Decom Cool and Collected. I'm Kelly. And I'm Elizabeth. And today is November 9th, and I feel like I have to say Joe Biden is president, motherfuckers! President-elect. President-elect, motherfuckers! <laughs> and that's all we're gonna say, because um, we had a review saying that they don't like, that, or no, that they like that we just jump straight into the podcast content and not talk about current events. Um, a current event that's not related to politics is that I got laid off today, so if I sound a little weird, a little down, that might be why. <laughs> I didn't know if you were going to mention it or not. <laughs> yeah, I mean, why not? Let the people know, you know? Yeah, they, they really want updates on our life, which is why we got that review yeah. from literally our friend. <laughs> it was from Abby. Well, she was talking about she didn't want politics. That's not political. It's just facts. Yeah, Kelly got laid off today. It's super sad. Um, I watched Diary of a Wimpy Kid to, uh, <laughs> to no, calm no, my say woes. say what you said at dinner. <laughs> um, after I got done crying, I turned on Diary of a Wimpy Kid and took a nap before my therapy appointment. <laughs> so, that's how my day went today. <laughs> um, it was out of the blue. It wasn't expected either, so that's why it was like... And this this has nothing to do with Kelly's work performance. She's a great worker. It's just COVID. Well, related. that's why I said laid off because my mom yelled at me when I said I got fired because she was like, "Fired implies that it was something that you did, but you were laid off." So, so but laid off meaning I do not have a job any longer. I feel like back um, in the recession of two thousand eight, sometimes laid off just meant like you were like furloughed or something, yeah. like on pause. Not that. Um, this is your job. That we yes. don't get money for. <laughs> my job. My passion project. <laughs> when you're doing what you love, it's not really work. When you're doing what you love, you never work a day in your life. Yeah. <laughs> Except when I have to watch, like, fucking Hounded. That's yeah, work. Yeah, that's work. <laughs> um, speaking of Hounded, this week we, <laughs> we finished the Halloween Town trilogy as far as I'm concerned. Yes, there is technically a fourth, but... It's a standalone I mean, movie. It's a standalone movie. We're going to pretend um, like it is not a part of the whole thing. It's not. We can pretend that Marnie is just, like, Marnie's cousin. <laughs> Stupid, upbeat twin. Not even a also twin. Also named Marnie. Also named Marnie. <laughs> Marnie and Marnie. Yeah. All right, we'll, we'll get there. We watched Halloween Town High, which is from 2004. This is our last one from 2004. Oh, oh, that's a quick year. Yeah. Um, We've gone through everyone who's in it twice now um so but some new characters um i did not realize finn whitrock was in this movie yeah neither did i he's like a prominent actor now if you don't he's one of ryan murphy's golden boys oh yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i have watched almost all of the seasons of american horror story his most prominent character that i remember is named dandy mott and that is in the freak show um tr season and he plays like a rich boy who like wants to be part of the circus but they're like you don't have any like you're normal and you have money so he like murders people for like funsies because he's rich that's what i remember hmm. he also plays some other people but it's like hotel and roanoke and then 1984 which i haven't watched yet so un un memorable he's also in like i said other ryan murphy shows um he's in the new show ratchet with sarah paulson uh it's in my list i have not watched it yet i just watched one flew over the, the over the cuckoo's nest so i can watch it um he was in the assassination of gianni versace he was in that one episode about don't ask don't tell which like ryan murphy was like definitely pining for an emmy there but he only got his emmy and darren chris so <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he was also in The Normal Heart, which I've heard about a lot, because it's one of, like, another big Ryan Murphy thing about the gays. 
Mm. Like Ryan Murphy does. Yeah. <laughs> I have a love-hate relationship with Ryan <laughs> Um, let me see. He was in Judy, the Judy Garland movie with Renee Zellweger. Uh, he played her last husband. Um, he was in The Last Black Man in San Francisco and If Bill Street Could Talk, which have both been in my list for a long time, but I've never gotten around to watching them. Um, he was in this, uh, like, indie movie with Jenny Slate called Landline. I don't remember. Oh, wait, maybe he wasn't. Wait, I have watched Landline. I wait, don't remember him maybe from Maybe he was the one that she had an affair with in the movie theater. Maybe. I don't remember him. I don't remember him either. He was apparently in La La Land. I've blocked a lot of La La Land from my memory, <laughs> <laughs> so I do not remember that. <laughs> I hate La La Land. Um, he was in The Big Short, which I do remember, because um, I feel like Abby and I talked about him in The Big Short a lot. <laughs> Um, and then he was also in over a hundred episodes of All My Children, a soap opera actor. Oh. Love yeah, I didn't see that. Um, and we are also introduced to Lucas Grandiole. Amazing. Uh, obviously he's Ryan in High School Musical. Um, he was a series regular in Switched at Birth, which Kelly and I both watched. Toby Honestly, Kenish. Highly recommend. It's pretty good show. It is pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I became a deaf education major because I was watching Switched at Birth so much, and I was like, I could learn sign language. I could do that. And then I quickly realized that was not what I should do. Yeah, the show takes place in Kansas City, and we are from St. Louis, and Toby, who, like, who is played by Lucas Grabiel, has, like, a gambling addiction for half the series, and then he's just casually like, oh, I got him to watch you, by the way. Well, his family's also <laughs> very rich, so. Yeah, their dad was a professional baseball player, which I guess makes sense. Anyone not from St. Louis, Missouri area, <laughs> Wash U is very expensive. And, uh, it's like a... It's like a high-class school. It's like our version of the Ivy League. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a Midwest Ivy League. Um, he also played a character in Veronica Mars. I believe he was a bad guy in the high school. And by a bad guy, I mean, I don't know, he, like, started a rumor or something. Um, and then he was also in this horrible modern adaptation of Little Women that Kelly and I saw in theaters. Oh, yeah. Solely because it starred Leah Thompson as Marmee. <laughs> Listen, it looks And again, good. it was because we watched Switched Up Birth, and we love Leah Thompson. <laughs> Um, he was also in a, he was guest starred in High School Musical, the musical, the series on Disney Plus, which I did watch because I'm a child. Did he play himself? Or yes, he, he did. Oh, he okay. came back and played Lucas Grabeel. And everyone's like, oh my god! It's Ryan. Yeah. Never mind. <laughs> I was going to say something about High School Musical, but we'll get to it when we get to High School Musical. Yeah. Um, yes, and we have, uh, Michael Flynn, who was also in the adaptation <laughs> of Little Women. Uh, Lucas Grabeel played Lori, which... Did after, not suit him well. After seeing Timothy as <laughs> Lori, it's just laughable to think of him as Lori. Yeah, they also, I don't know if they did I this. haven't seen, like, the 1995 version, I think. Yeah, I, the one with Winona Ryder. Yeah, I haven't seen any of the versions besides the Leah Thompson one and, and the, the Greta Gerwig, Gerwig one, <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah, it, I, yeah, I don't know what they did in the 1994 version, but in the version with Lucas Corribeal, they had... Amy literally, Amy, yeah, Amy literally played by, like, a six-year-old, and then in the next scene, she's, like, 37. (laughs) It did not bode well. (laughs) Um, anyway, I don't remember if we went over Alicia Rulin, because she was in Hounded and the Poof Point. I don't think we did. I mean, she was not really in anything else besides being Kelsey. She was in Touched by an Angel. Yeah. Um, and apparently she was a recurring character at the TV show Greek. Which I saw many commercials for, but I never watched. Yeah, I've seen some of it, but I don't remember her. And anytime I hear um, Our Time Now by the Plain White Tees, I think I'm <laughs> green because it was always in the commercials. Um, and that's all I have for people. Wait, did you mention Michael Flynn? Yeah. He was, he played, um, 
Lori's, like, uncle, the yeah, old yeah. guy in Little Women. <laughs> um, something I wanted to add about him was that, first of all, he was a se- series regular on Touched by an Angel. Oh. Again, never seen the show, don't know anything about it. <laughs> but everyone's in it. He also played, um, the governor of a little series about JonBenet Ramsey. The governor? The governor of the town. Oh, of Boulder, Colorado. Is <laughs> that where they're from? Boulder? I, I think know they're so. in Colorado. Yeah, the title was something about, like their secrets and what they kept the Jean Benet Ramsey story or something. I don't know. I don't know where it aired, but I figured I'd mention it. Nice. Love that for him. Apparently he helped cover up the murder. I don't doubt it. <laughs> A lot of people did. It's true. Um, okay. So shall we dive in? Yeah, let's get started with Halloween Town Halloween High. Ta- oh wait, I do have one fact to mention about this movie. Because Halloween Town 2 Calabar I saw this on IMDB because Halloween Town 2 Calabar's Revenge was like so dark. And, like, kind of spooky. Yeah. They, like, lighten this one up, like, ten times the amount. Yeah, I get that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, so this movie starts, um, we have, we basically just have, like, a narrator in the very beginning. It's like saying, like, a little Halloween poem. Yeah, it's a poem, and he's basically saying that, like, the portal between Halloween Town and the mortal world is open, but some people don't like it. Yeah, and so he's like, ooh, this might be bad. And we also see, like, a knight briefly as that, as he says that. Yeah, I feel like they chose knights for this, because knights aren't scary. <laughs> yeah. Um, so then we see the Cromwell families in the living room helping Marnie prepare to speak to the Halloween Town Council. She got summoned for opening the portal to save the world, which we saw at the very end of the last movie. Yeah, and for some reason they can't just close the portal like they had before. I feel like it was because it was opened with Cromwell magic. Maybe their magic is too strong. Yeah, they don't ever explain that, but Marty's like, I think they should thank me for doing this because yeah, so I like, saved the world. If you don't remember... Um, Where we left off last time. Yeah, the Halloween Town portal only opened once a year at midnight on Halloween. That was the only time that... Basically, tree treats from Halloween Town could come to the mortal world. The, bo- the mortal world does not know about Halloween Town. Except so, for people who, like, have family. Yeah. Like the Cromwells. <laughs> so they never go into Halloween Town, but the, but the creatures from Halloween Town come into the mortal world, and they have to get back or else they'll stay in the mortal... Mortal world is so hard to say. Mortal world until Realm. the next Halloween, uh, whenever the portal opens again. And I... Uh, in the last, in Halloween Town 2, Calabar's Revenge, Marnie had gotten trapped, um, on the other side in Halloween Town, and she used the Cromwell magic and all of her family to open it back up, and it was, like, permanently open now, so now it's free to pass through, and Marnie, since she is half-human, half-witch, she's all about cohesiveness and togetherness and, uh, humanity, because, like, you know, like, the whole thing was that Halloween Town was created because, like, the creatures and the humans couldn't get along, and the creatures were like, ew, you're ugly, and the creature, no, the humans were like, ew, you're ugly, and the creatures were like, you're so mean. So then they got bashed aside, and so, you know, there's a lot of parallels to real life in this movie. (laughs) Yeah. So then Halloween Town was created, and, uh, yeah, so then we'll get there. Yeah, so the portal is open right now, and Marnie has the suggestion that they let the Halloween Town kids come to high school in the mortal realm, and just, like, uh, like, have foreign exchange students, so they can, like, kind of start an opening between, like, mortal humans and creatures. Yes, and a lot of people, including people in the council, don't like her idea, and, like, as she's saying this, she's, like, saying this in, like, a speech to her family that her family has heard, like, many times, and she's like, and you want to know why they don't agree with it? And her mom goes, fear and ignorance, and Marty goes, fear and <laughs> ignorance, and I relate to that so hard. <laughs> That's literally me with my family. 
<laughs> they were literally, this past weekend, they were literally, they were li- literally like, Elizabeth got some good news this weekend, Biden won, and I'm like, it's not just my good news. It's good news for America. It's good news for everyone. <laughs> anyway, um, so before she can even realize that Marty gets sucked into, like, Halloween Town before council, um, she begins her defense, but the Judge Dalloway... Says his that, name's Edgar, that's what I call him mostly, because oh. I didn't know what his name was. Uh, says that they're thanking her for saving Halloween Town, and he's like, oh, and we have this proposal for your high school program. But then the other judges start to disagree with Dalloway, and Marnie's like, no, like, it's gonna be fine, because they're like, our children are gonna be in danger. And it's unfair to them, and how are we gonna submit the kids to that? And Marnie's like, you know, me and my family, we're gonna make sure that they're, like, safe and like, adjusting. we do have the strongest magic in the world, but. Yeah, and she's like, you know, I'd even be willing to bet my magic, the entire Cromwell family magic on this. And they're like, a bet. <laughs> we'll take it. Well, before that, um, there's a pumpkin judge that's like, you Cromwells are no match for the knights. And another judge is like, the Knights of the Iron Dagger, they were like this order from a long time ago. Their mission was destroy all magical things in the mortal realm. Mm-hmm. Yes, and so that's when Marnie says, the world is more tolerant now, and I will bet my Cromwell magic that humans have changed. And so as Marnie's saying this, she's just like a teenager, right? Yeah, it's she's just like, I bet anything. Speech. Yeah. She's like saying literally, like, I still do. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then all the judges are like, whoa, 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 whoa. You're gonna bet your Cromwell magic. All well, right, we we'll have a fucking it. deal. Yeah, <laughs> and so they tell her that she has until midnight on Halloween to prove that humans have changed and that it's like safe for Halloween towners to be in the mortal realm, or else they lose all their magic. And it's not just Marnie's magic; it's her entire family, including including Grandma Aggie and Mom and yeah. whatever sister Dylan name is. and Sophie. Sophie, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So Marnie is confused and she is sucked back into the mortal world. She's telling her whole family what happened. She's like, I didn't think that they would take me literally. Mm-hmm. And Grandma immediately goes to Mom. And she's like, this is your fault for not raising her the way I wanted her to. And Mom's like, well, this is your fault because I wanted her to be human. <laughs> um, Mom suggests canceling the program. But Grandma's like, no, 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 we can't do that. Like, I have faith. Well, yeah. And they also mentioned the knights again. But uh, no Dylan one really is believes like, Dylan's they're... like, knights aren't real. Dylan doesn't believe anything's real. But he's like, yeah, that doesn't exist I anymore. Cut, I, like, don't, did not write down, like, anything that Dylan said. <laughs> <laughs> um, mom's, yeah, mom says that the knights were made up as a story to scare kids in Halloween Town, like, the boogeyman for kids and the mortal realm. Yeah, and the entire family is positive that there are no knights. It just seems too likely. Yeah, it's kind of like... <laughs> It's kind of like, you know how, like, whenever you're studying history and you're like, oh, the KKK was only a thing that existed, you know, back in, like, Jim Crow South. But then you're like, no, the KKK is alive and well today. <laughs> yeah. I mean, not to, like, this say it's, you know, the Knights of the Iron Dagger. But whenever they mentioned the Boogeyman, Grandma's like, oh, by the way, Gwen, the Boogeyman's been asking for yeah. you. Yeah, <laughs> why do all of these mythical creatures, are? why are they obsessed with the Cromwell women? Because they have the most magic. I guess. Magic must well, be very attractive. if you remember what Cal said in the last movie, he said he inherited his father's attraction to Cromwell women. <laughs> it's weird. Um, so we cut to the next morning. Uh, Mom is getting all this food ready for their Hall- Halloween Town exchange students. So there's like grasshopper cereal and oh. other stuff that 
Halloween townians like to eat. Yeah, it's the first day of school. Dylan's being a little bitch like normal. Yeah. Um, Marty tries this level two spell, even though she's only level one, to, um, I guess, like, create more space and rooms for the kids of Halloween Town. Yeah. But she ends up shrinking the house. Oh. So Mom has to come out and just does a spell and creates dorms, even though I thought Mom was against magic. Yeah, in this movie, she's completely yeah, she- flipped the switch. <laughs> and just flipped the switch. Yeah. Um, Grandma calls from calls through the witch's glass. So, like, the little, like, shrunken headphones, those don't exist anymore. We call through a witch's glass, which is just, like, a mirror used for FaceTime. We've, you know, we've upgraded since then. I, I guess. Uh, yeah, it has been a couple years, so. <laughs> um, yeah, they're, she's gathering the kids to get, uh, on the school bus. They're a little late, so we'll have to meet at school. Yeah, and so then everyone is worried that they're gonna take the flying bus to school, because they're like, you know grandma, grandma doesn't give a shit, she'll do whatever she wants. <laughs> so they all get to school and just, like, wait around worriedly, and they're like, where are they? Where's grandma? They're, like, watching the sky, like, where's the bus? <laughs> But then Grandma arrives in a tiny clown car. She gets out, and her outfit is banging. She is wearing a checkered skirt, a black shirt, an orange, uh, like, knee-length blazer, and a fun scarf to match. And she's like, don't I fit in well with the mortals? And I'm like, yes, you do, Aggie. You look so good. It's perfect. Um, so, she, since she can't drive a car, she had two leprechauns work the gas and the brakes of the car. Yep, I guess she told them what to do. Yeah, I guess she's like, accelerate! Brake! <laughs> um, Cassie steps out. She's very excited because she never, or steps out of the car. She's very excited because she never met a human before. And then Pete, Natalie, Ethan, Chester, and others follow out of this tiny clown car. So you're like, yeah. how do they all fit in there? There's a bunch of them. Um, Grandma and Marnie tell them, oh, you have to say your story is that you're an exchange student from Canada. Um, and Marnie leads them in, and Grandma, um, separates because she has to go see a man about a job. And as she's leaving, her purse crawls after her. Yeah, so she has this big bag, and it's, like, a lizard skin purse or whatever, and so it's, like, it has legs and a tail and bites things sometimes. It's basically like that book from Harry Potter that Hagrid makes them all get. Yeah, I don't know, it's very weird, but she keeps using it, even though it's causing so many issues. She has a different bag. Aggie does not give a shit. (laughs) And I love that about her. Yeah, so Grandma Aggie goes to meet with the principal of the school, and she's becoming a substitute teacher? Apparently. I think she got hired at the school. Well, they keep changing what subject she's teaching, so I feel like she's a I sub. Guess. <laughs> I mean, it's just so that, like, she can keep an eye out for the program and yeah. the kids. Yeah, and so she's, like, talking to the principal, you and know, he's, she like... not have... I'm pretty sure she does not have a college degree. Maybe she does. She probably went to school back in, like, I don't know, 1732. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's talking to the principal, and they're, like, getting along, talking. Um, He has a bird in his room, and Grandma's bag, like, goes and, like, tries to get it, but she grabs it and, like, diverts the conversation. Yeah, so funny. Um, the purse is trying to eat the bird. Yeah, and so she ends up being a science teacher, and then, yeah, her bag eats the bird, and the principal's like, where the fuck did my bird go? Yeah, so Marnie is leading uh, the students through the hallway, like, being their, like, little tour guide. Dylan and Natalie discuss their AP classes and separate, and like, oh, we're so smart. Um, Marnie thinks she sees someone's tail, um, and so she goes to grab it. She's like, guys, I gotta be more careful. But it was just a boy's shirt hanging out of his pants. Yeah, <laughs> and apparently her pulling on the tail made him fall and drop everything. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so he's like, oh, sorry. Like, what did I do? And she's like, oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were somebody else. And he's like, hey, can I join the tour group? Like, yeah, I'm new it's here. It's my first day. This is Cody. Yeah, and she's like, uh, no, sorry. This is my senior project, and they're foreign exchange students, and I'm helping them by. Yeah, and they, like, flirt a little bit. Oh. 
Um, yes, yeah, so Grandma is teaching science, and these boys start laughing at her because she's an old rockin' lady and men are scared of strong women. It's true. Um, so then Grandma turns around and, like, makes a scary, I say scary in quotation marks, <laughs> face with magic where, like, I don't know, her eyeballs, like, pop out of her head and then, like, her tongue extends, and so the boys are like, oh, oh, we can't mess with her anymore. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Marty is late, so she comes in, and she, like, apologizes to Grandma real quick, and then goes and sits by Cody, the only open seat. Uh, Grandma starts this experiment on the very first day of school. Very ambitious. She didn't go over lab safety. <laughs> no. These people are not wearing their goggles. <laughs> Literally, our first, your first day is just, like, I'll make sure to go to the eye flush station. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but then as she starts this experiment that's just supposed to cause a green smoke, a bird appears out of nowhere. Yeah, and so Marnie just goes to the front of the classroom and is like, Grandma, what are you doing? You can't use magic. And she's like, I didn't mean to. It's just a little flare. No big deal. This is happening while everyone in the class is just sitting there like, why did a bird appear? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Grandma gives Marnie this piece of paper and she's like, oh, I have a place for us to meet. And so Marnie like takes it and goes back to her seat. Um, she places it, like, next to her book. And well, she puts it, like, in her book, and then yeah. while she's, like, looking up at Grandma, Cody, like, takes, like, pulls it out a little bit and looks at it. Like, Cody, like, what are bitch, you doing? That's not for you. You're that's, snooping. It's illegal. You can't open other people's mail. Yeah. It's weird. <laughs> so, Marty goes to this locker in the middle of the hallway. Um, we can tell with, uh, the camera movements that someone's watching because the camera keeps, like, peeking in and out from behind the wall. Ooh. Um, and as she opens the locker... Grandma, like, uses magic and pulls her into this secret club. This, they call it the clubhouse. Mm-hmm. Um, all the students, the Halloween Town students are there, and they take off their human disguises. Uh, so there's, like, trolls and gremlins and goblins and, ooh, they're all spooky. Werewolves. Um, and then we see this chain-linked hand start banging on the locker door outside. Yeah, and so they're like, hey, Grandma, what's that? And she's like, oh, it's just the pipe settling. And they're like, okay, yeah, that's fine. But we know it's part of the knights that they said weren't real. Well, yeah, also, in their little clubhouse, they have, like, a suit of armor. Why would you do that? (laughs) Why you gotta tempt the fates? Yeah. (laughs) Like, obviously, it's there, like, to use later on as, like, a spooky thing. What was Grandma thinking? But also, like, if the knights were, like, used to scare children, like, oh, like, let's put all these kids' worst fear on, like, the most anxiety-inducing day of their lives. (laughs) Yeah, so Marnie is listening to all the kids talk about their days so far. Cassie thinks that her day went well because someone called her a freak. And she's like, oh my god, isn't that so nice? Um, and then, yeah, she's just overhearing everyone talking about their days. And they all seem happy even though they're not really fitting in. Yeah, one of them ate one of the mice in biology. Again, first day of high school, they're already dissecting mice. <laughs> Uh, but they don't, yeah, again, they don't get it. Yeah, they all seem happy. So then at home, Marnie is saying that things went great, and she's super happy with how everything went, um, and she really thinks it's gonna work out. And then Um, she's like, one day, I just hope I don't have to live separate lives. This is her sort of trying to merge her two worlds together, and, like, trying to make it easier for herself. Yeah. And then she's like, oh, and by the way, Mom, I met a boy. And I think he likes me. Uh, Marnie follows Mom and Grandma into the kitchen for some unicorn milk. And Grandma gets a call from Edgar Dalloway, so the witch's class. Mm-hmm. Uh, we learn that Ethan, who is a part of the student group Lucas Graybeal. Yeah, he is uh, Dalloway's son. And Dalloway was also on the Halloween Town Council. Um, he, yeah, he, like, presses them about their magic. And 
he basically is just, like, really, like, ominous and threatening. He's well, like, yeah, Marnie says, like, don't worry, we won't let you down. And he's like, well, I'm not worried. You should be worried about losing your magic. Yeah, and he's like, hope for Halloween Town is on you. Yeah. And Marnie's like... Why is it gotta be all on me? <laughs> yeah. Marnie is nervous by that because obviously it's very scary. But mom and grandma are just like, we're in it together. Nothing the Cromwell women can't do. It's true. I love the um, reinforcing <laughs> strong women in, in this in this trilogy. It's very nice. Um, so the students walk in. They had overheard Edgar Dalloway. Um, they ask about the knights. And mom reassures them that the knights haven't been seen in over a thousand years. So they probably don't exist. But then the kids are like... We haven't been seen in Halloween Town in over a thousand years. Does that mean we don't exist? Which is a very good point. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the next day at school, Cody greets Marnie. Cody says he waited for her after school, but she had already left. Um, and they're like talking for a little bit and they're like flirting. But Marnie sees Grandma, like, summoning her up to her classroom from the window, like, two stories high. Yeah. And so as he's, like, talking, he's like, hey, you think maybe we could? And Marnie just yells, fine! And then she's like, <laughs> oh, sorry, I have to go. So as she walks away, we hear uh, Cody keep talking to himself, and he's like, you think we could go out sometime? And he's like, that wasn't worth four hours practicing in the mirror. They literally talked twice. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> So but, when, I mean, I mean, if, you know, Finn Whitrock wants to lust after me after <laughs> two conversations that lasted five seconds. Yeah. Marnie goes into Grandma's Marnie, classroom. Marnie has that power. Sorry. Yeah. You're, she does. <laughs> she goes into Grandma's classroom, and she's annoyed. She's like, I was talking to a cute boy, Grandma. But Grandma's <laughs> like, come look at this. And they look out the window, and on, like, the sidewalk outside of the school, they see this giant dagger, like, painted, like, with, like, chalk onto the sidewalk and so they're like oh no this must mean something about the knights it's a warning because yeah, they don't says, play fair it's their calling card they know we're here yeah and so marnie asks if maybe it could just be people from halloween town who want the portal closed and are trying to scare them but grandma isn't sure and she says that they need to check yeah, she said like, if it is knights we have a lot more to lose than just our magic and then it starts raining outside uh grandma makes it rain and the dagger starts it, getting yeah. washed away um, so Grandma starts asking about Cody. She's like, hmm, you think it, like, might be your little friend that you're talking to that might be causing this? Yeah, and she's like, no way he's involved, but apparently villains just love the Cromwells. And this is, <laughs> I wrote this down, I wonder what Grandma's husband was like. <laughs> we never learned anything about him. What was Grandpa like? I'd like to know. I feel like Grandpa was like Marty Ginsburg. Like that. Ruth Bader Ginsburg's husband. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Very supportive of the strong women in his life. Yes. Yes, yes. An equal partner. Uh, less... Yeah, like, was he a warlock, though? I feel like he had to have been, because I feel like otherwise they, like, Marnie and, like, the kids and Gwen wouldn't be so human-looking. He was married into a very powerful family. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he, he probably, every single day he woke up, he's like, oh my god, I'm the luckiest bitch alive. <laughs> I'm a Cromwell now. <laughs> yeah, he definitely He changed his name. last yeah. name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so yes, the principal walks in, um, and Grandma's purse begins crawling again. Uh, the principal says, Grandma will have to move rooms. And Marnie's like, is this because of the bird? And he says, no, it's because of the llama. And Marnie again is like, Grandma, what'd you do? <laughs> yeah, and so uh, the principal explains that she's going to be in history now because of the incident. And they flirt, too. Right yeah. The principal. Yeah, and so then we see the principal go look outside, and he watches as the dagger, like, is disappears. So, hmm, and something's he's like, going hmm, on there. It's so weird. It wasn't cloudy at all today. Yeah. 
Um, so Marnie, <laughs> this is my favorite scene. Marnie walks into Grandma's history class. Um, she, like, walks up to Grandma and she's like, hey, like, don't draw more any more attention to yourself. Like, we've already got enough to deal with. We need to fit in. Yeah, so Grandma starts class and she's like, welcome to history, or modern fiction, as I like to call it. <laughs> which, like... It's true. She has a fucking point. At least in America. So she says, we'll start with the Renaissance. So many fond memories. Also called the Enlightenment because of the plague and the boneheads in charge who didn't write anything down. So everyone forgot everything they learned for the last 5,000 years. <laughs> um, I just wanted to ask, how old is Grandma Aggie? How does aging work in Halloween Okay, yeah, I thought, that, I thought about that too. Because Marnie is aging like a human. I mean, she is half human. Well, yeah, and she is in the human world too. So I guess yeah. maybe it's different. Well, because we know that Halloween Town time works different than, like, mortal realm time. Yeah, and we don't know how old her mom is, either. Yeah, that's the other weird thing. Like, was her mom born in the Renaissance? When was her mom born? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, we've never established this. And, like, do... How old are, like, the creatures and stuff? Like, how do, how do they age compared to well, witches I guess, and warlocks? Yeah, I don't know. It seems like they should be immortal because they call it the mortal realm. So, like, yeah. mortals die, but I guess the creatures in Halloween Town don't? Question mark? I don't know. Yeah. That was just a side note that I had. Yeah, um, so Grandma says <laughs> everyone in the, the Enlightenment was dumb and they didn't write anything down, so they forgot everything. <laughs> Yeah, Um, she also continues, and she starts talking about Columbus. She said, Columbus did not discover America. He couldn't find his socks, let alone a continent. That's right, Grandma. Teach everyone real history. Yeah, she says, it's when we discovered the new world. New to whom is my question. Which is fucking true. She's like, I don't care what it says. (laughs) As Grandma is just dropping all of this wisdom on everyone, Marnie gets a note from Cody, and it's like, will you go out with me on Saturday? And Marnie's like, yeah. But it's like, listen to Grandma. She is teaching you important shit right here. Yes, but because Grandma, Marty only hears Grandma as making it aware that she's a million years old and not, like, <laughs> spitting the cold, hard fucking truth. Mm-hmm. So Marty speeds up time and makes class end so Grandma can stop talking. I think she just, like, messes with the time beca- or, like, with the clocks because then later oh, they're yeah. like, oh, we need to fix the clocks. But, yeah. yeah. Um, so... So, yeah, so uh, as, like, class is being dismissed, these girls walk past Grandma, and they call all the Halloween Town students and Grandma freaks and losers. So in order to get back at them, Marnie uses her magic to make, like, a hole in the girl's backpack. Yeah. And all of her books dropped to the floor. Ooh, got her, Marnie. Yeah, but Cody is still sitting in the classroom, too, so he kind of sees this. He definitely notices. (laughs) Yeah, he's like, uh, what's going on? So Cody... Um, they go, we cut to the cafeteria. Cody asks Marnie to sit with him at lunch, but Marnie is looking for all the Halloween Town kids, and he's like, oh, like, I haven't seen any of them. In fact, I don't see them around very often. Like, I wonder where they are. And so, um, he points one out, so Marnie goes over to Cassie, who is very closely inspecting these teenage boys as they're eating their lunch, and she's taking notes over it. I mean, it's... I feel like even if you were human, it's something very interesting to witness if you're into that kind of research. Yeah, so Marnie goes over and she's like, hey, this is not normal. Don't do that. Um, So then she's like, where's everyone else? And they're like, oh, well, they're just in the clubhouse, obviously. So Marnie and Cassie go up to the clubhouse. And they appear in the room and Marnie's like, what's up, guys? Like, we're supposed to be, like... Uh, like, fitting in and getting along with everyone. Mm-hmm. And they're like, we don't fit in, or whatever. I don't know what they say. Yeah. But Marnie, like, throws an apple to a werewolf who, like, climbs up the wall to catch it, and she's like, you would be great at football, but you need to catch with your paws and not your mouth. 
And then she tells the wood nymph to join the gardening club. And then Ethan, says, Ethan Lucas Graviel, says he wants to be in a play. Um, <laughs> yeah, so she comes up with suggestions for everyone. And she's like, it's time to make connections and let's go for it. And, yeah, and Cassie, Cassie yeah, suggests that they make a booth for the Halloween carnival. And Grandma's like, oh, we could make a haunted house. And now everyone's very excited to participate. Yeah, and Grandma walks up to Marnie and she goes, oh, I pity the knight that has to tussle with you. And as she's saying this, there's, like, literal, like, human eyes in the, like, knight, in the armor suit that they just have casually in the room. Yeah, okay, I have to ask about that, too, because in Calabar's Revenge, Grandma and Sophie both know that they're being watched. Like, they know something is going on. How is Grandma not catching on that somebody is spying on them? I feel like she would know, you know? I don't know. Well, I don't know. It's never explained, like, one, who is in there, Mm -hmm. and two, how they got in there. And, well, and I also feel like, like, in past movies, Sophie's power for that is, like, why, where the fuck did Sophie go in this movie? Yeah, she's just gone. Yeah. Sophie's- I saw a TikTok that said that they should have made Sophie the main character of the fourth Halloween movie, Halloween Town movie, and I agree. I'm sorry, Sarah Paxton, you're great, but you are not Marnie. It's true. Um, yeah, but I feel like Sophie's power is a lot stronger, so maybe, like, whenever she's there, it enhances Grandma's power, because, like, when they're all together, their magic is yeah. stronger. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so... Uh, we see this little montage of, like, Marnie cheering on the kids and their activities. And As they're all... assimilating, I wrote. Yeah. Like, <laughs> did we support that? Yeah. <laughs> okay, it's one thing if they were, if they were like, oh, I want to do football, but Marnie's like, you should do it so you can fit in. Yeah, well, and they're, like, starting to mingle and, like, make friends, which is good. Yeah. But, but they're I not mean, being their true, authentic selves. And, like, we'll get to that at the end. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So the Cromwells are taking the kids out for a day at the mall when Cody shows up at the house. Um, and he's there for their date. And Marnie's like, I thought you meant Saturday night. Like, most dates, you idiot. Well, yeah, but I was like, y'all never, like, talked <laughs> about a time. a time. Yeah. And so they, he leaves. <laughs> yeah, they all go to the mall. They all load up into the little clown car. And he's like, oh, where'd everyone go? But they just drive off with him still standing on their porch, too. Yeah, Marty's always like, Grandma, be careful. But then they literally perform magic right in front of him. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Mom and Grandma are leading the group in the mall as each of each... Some of them begin to, like, splinter off. Yeah, Marnie is giving this whole speech about how malls are the human experience and everyone does this in the human realm and blah, 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 blah. And as she turns around, they're all gone. She's like, oh, I guess we're not so different after all. <laughs> we all love chumming. Amazing. Um, and as this happens, again, like, on the second floor, we see a chain-linked hand watching over. Yeah. <laughs> Someone is just casually wearing chain link in the and mall. no one notices. <laughs> Um, so the kids, they shop, they play in the arcade, and they play, uh, blacklight mini golf. Um, Marnie is telling Grandma about Cody. She's like, I, like, think he likes me, but every time I'm with him, like, something weird happens, and I say something stupid, but Grandma's like, well, he did follow you all the way here on a Saturday. Yeah, that should be (laughs) creepy. That That should be a red flag. If Uh, Marnie wanted to invite him, she would've. Yeah, that, well, because he turns around, he's like, oh, Marnie, of all the malls, and Marnie's like, this is the only mall. <laughs> we get that he's, like, trying to be nice, but at this point, we're like, ooh, is Cody, like, a part of whatever the bad yeah, stuff is going on? Yeah, because is very suspicious of him. Yeah, well, Marnie does not be. have a good dating history, she so. <laughs> 
Um, and then, like, the principal shows up at the mall. Yeah, so the Cromwell women are just sweep, swept off their feet by their men, their Except respective Gwen. men. <laughs> yeah, Gwen's not there. Gwen just uh, wallows in her dead husband. Yeah, so, uh... <laughs> her horrible ex-boyfriend, too! <laughs> um... There was Calabar and then the fucking frog! <laughs> that's true. He wasn't even a person. That's sad. Okay, anyway. <laughs> um... Yeah, all the kids come across this store, kind of like a Johnny Brock's type yeah, a Halloween, Halloween store. store, and they are offended because they're like, that's not an accurate representation of us. Like, like where have you seen a werewolf, like, try to eat a human, and, like, trolls don't, I don't know, live under bridges and stuff like that, which is a very nice lesson to take with you. <laughs> yeah. They're offended because of the misrepresentation, which I think is, like, a very nice way to explain this, like, in a children's movie. It's easy to comprehend. Yeah. Yeah. So, as they're talking about this, these other, like, human kids walk by and they're like, oh, Halloween's stupid. It's such a freak show. So, Ethan <laughs> starts a fight with them. Ethan, the theater kid. Yeah! Starts a fight He's with like, them. you're the freak. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, you have so many misconceptions about these creatures who he's are like, mythical, so you don't all think they know. vampires have families to raise? Yeah, and then... You ever see Edward and Bella? They have a child. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and so as the, the guys are just like, whatever, and start walking away, he starts again, and he says, if Halloween is just about scaring people, why don't they make a mask out of your face? Oh, uh, but then the guy like tackles him to the ground and is about to start beating him up whenever one of the other Halloween Town kids takes off his human suit and throws him like against the wall. <laughs> yeah. And so it starts like a little fight. Uh, so Cody and Marnie are in the food court and Cody's like, oh, this is the longest we've talked and you haven't run off yet. Like, bitch, you've known each other for literally a day. <laughs> but as that happens, we hear screaming and Marnie's like, I gotta go. Uh, yeah, so outside the Halloween store, all of the Halloween Town kids are, like, entrapped in this purple smoke. Um, Grandma walks up. She... Everyone in the mall is running away and screaming. Yeah. Yeah, and so Grandma and and Marnie are trying to figure out what's going on. So Grandma clears, like, the smoke away, and the Halloween Town kids are all in their, like, true forms, not in their suits anymore. And all the humans run away? They're not like, what the, what, why? Yeah, why? it's it doesn't make sense, but Dylan sees Natalie in her pink troll form, and he and says, like, you're a troll, a pink furry troll, and Nat Natalie's like, yeah, what about it? And she's like, I never want to see you again. Yeah, he's literally like, you're so ugly, and Natalie's like, fuck you! Yeah. So, um, Marnie asks what happens, and Cassie explains- And again, they're literally all just sitting here out in public in their true Halloween Town forms. Well, everyone scream, screamed and ran away, I guess. But they all still saw them? I don't know. Yeah, and so they said that there was a fight, and then the smoke appeared out of nowhere, and they don't know, like, what happened. Um, Marnie tries to help Ethan up, but as he does, he mentions the knights, and then he points to a little dagger in a pumpkin. <gasps> so what's going on? Grandma tells everyone to get in the car, and we see a werewolf costume that watches them and laughs as they leave. Like so. the knight in the clubhouse. <laughs> Why, if you were an evil person, would you, like, don this werewolf costume just to be like, eh? Also, like, Calabar was able to, like, make his face a part of the wall. Like, can they not do that? Are they not powerful enough for that? They can literally look like humans, probably. Yeah. He looks like a human inside the werewolf costume. I feel like if he was just, like, standing there, they wouldn't notice. Yeah. Um, so everyone arrives back at the Cromwell residence. Uh, Sophie is watching what happened on the news, and Mom says that the Halloween Town Council is here, and a Marnie is immediately sucked into their chambers. 
Um, they ask why she didn't contact them after the first threat whenever she saw the iron dagger on the sidewalk. And she's like, well, I thought it came from someone from Halloween Town. They're like, no, you care about your own magic more than our children's lives. Which is, um, I feel like a very accurate representation of a political <laughs> Yeah, and Marnie's just like, no, like, I thought it was a threat from Halloween Town. And she's like, uh, oh, so the pumpkin head, or the one with multiple arms, decides that his suggestion is they shut down the program, let everyone go back to Halloween Town, and let the Cromwells keep their magic. And close the portal. Yeah, and close the portal. And so Marnie immediately says no, but they're like, hey, you should think about this. This is a good deal for you and keeps everyone safe. But again, she's like, this is important. Like, it's not, I'm not willing to give this up. She's going to do everything she can to prove that they are wrong about humans. Love Marnie's ambition. Yeah, and then she kicks them out of her room. Even though she's still betting her entire family's match. Yeah, so whenever she tells mom, she's like, you know, I'm sorry that I did that and I feel bad about it now, but I just think it's what's right or whatever. And so um, Marty assumed that all of the kids from Halloween Town left, but actually most of them stayed. And Grandma is very mad at Marty because she knows that she had the chance to get their magic, like, off the hook, and she didn't. Yeah, so Marnie walks into the living room and talks to the remaining kids. Um, Ethan, like, begins to say that his dad wouldn't let him leave, but then the rest of them, like, start, like, reassuring Marnie. We're like, they're like, no, like, we trust you. Like, we're, we're in it together. Yeah. Um, and they have till next week, which is Halloween, to figure out what's going on and how to stop it. Yeah. So, the next day at school, Marty is walking by Grandma. Grandma's giving her the silent treatment, but Marty's like, we have to work together if we're going to keep our magic and, like, fix everything. And so, Grandma says that everyone looks suspicious to her now. And then she says, except for the principal. Yeah, so, and then Marty's like, you're nothing but a little flirt, you know that? And Grandma <laughs> goes, I know. <laughs> we Fucking <love> Aggie! <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, the principal tells Grandma that history may not be the best subject for her, as, um... Her bag bites his pants, just bites a giant hole in the back, like, his leg. Yeah, and no one's like, oh, that's weird. Yeah. Um, Dylan apologizes to Natalie very poorly. Yeah, he said, I was just used to you being cute, but Natalie's like, I don't think I look better this way. And he's like, you don't? Yeah, Natalie's like, I don't care how you look because you're the ugliest thing I've ever seen in my life. (laughs) But I like your personality. Yeah, Cassie um, rushes down the hallway to grab Marnie, and she shows her... Uh, that their locker, the door to their clubhouse, was banged up. Someone wanted to get in. Yeah, someone tried to pry it open. And so Marnie realizes that it must be someone human because anyone with magic would just be able to, like, go through the, the door. Um, so they go inside and... and the, the room doesn't look disturbed. Yeah, and so uh, Marnie's like, I need to go talk to Grandma. Cassie, you stay here. So as Cassie's there, she's, like, looking around, and we see that someone is in the night's, like apparel again armor yeah armor that's the <laughs> word um and so marty goes to talk to grandma who's teaching pe now yeah and uh, they, they just end up getting into a fight yeah, because grandma's still mad about marty like maybe losing their magic grandma thinks it's all cody she's like you're the one who's talking to cody and marty's like well you're using your magic willy-nilly yeah and so uh, they're like fine i don't need you and they're like i don't need you and they leave um, uh, yes. So Marnie is walking in the hallway, and then Cody pulls her into a closet, closes the door. It's a little suggestive. Yeah. Um, and he asks her, like, what's been going on? Where has she been? And Marnie apologizes, and Cody asks about the locker that he always sees her at. And she's like, how'd you know about that? And he's like, well, I saw the note, like, the first day of school. And so Marnie's like, I should have known. I don't know what your game is, but I don't like it. And then Cody is very defensive, and he's like, I just have a crush on you. Sorry. And he walks away. 
And so now it's, like, Marnie's fault, but also, like... It still wasn't right. He did, like, pull it out of her book to see what it was. Yeah, he's being very forward. Yeah. And, like, I, didn't, I don't blame him. Like, Marnie's a catch. Mm-hmm. But also, like... Take your time. Know your, like, social rules. <laughs> yeah, so we cut to Cassie realizing that someone else is in um, the room with her. She sees that someone's in the armor, but all we hear is her scream. And then and Marnie, then Marnie <laughs> runs down the hallway like she's Usain Bolt. Yeah, and she goes into the clubhouse, and she sees the knocked-over armor, and she knows that Cassie is gone. So at home, everyone is freaking out because they're like, somebody just got fucking kidnapped. Where'd Cassie go? But Mom says... Or Marnie says they all need to go home because she can't risk losing any more of them. She's like, I understand that I'm giving up our magic, but, like, you guys are more important than that. And Grandma gets home and she says, uh, I put a spell on the clubhouse to make sure that no humans got inside. And if they did, I it would show up in this little log. And there were no humans inside, so it must have been someone from Halloween Town. Yes, so no one's going home just yet. Yeah. And then Grandma and Marty make up and everyone must work together. And the first step is to find Cassie. Yeah. Um, but only a witch's glass is strong enough to hold a witch. So not only can you, like, communicate through a witch's glass, you can also trap, trap yeah. witches inside the glass. So, uh... Yeah, so Grandma asks Ethan to go get a witch, his witch's glass because uh, they mentioned that he's been calling his dad on it. And so as he goes to do this, Marnie's like, hey, Grandma, don't you have your own? But then she's like, wait, I see something in the backyard. It's the eyes in the back of my head. So Grandma and Mom go to, or Mom goes to see what's going on, and she immediately casts a spell on whoever it is. Turns out it's just Cody with flowers, and she's basically, like, petrified him. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like, he's passed out, and so Mom goes out, or Marnie goes out, and she's like, Mom, what are you doing? He brought me flowers. And she's very, you know, Yeah, Ethan goes to his room, and he takes out his witch's glass, and he finds out that Cassie is trapped in his glass. Yeah, and so she's like, hey, fucking help me out. But then Ethan hears a knock on his door, and he turns off the witch's glass and hides it. Grandma comes in and tells him not to worry. He knows that, uh, she knows that he's good friends with Cassie, but it'll be okay. And then she just kind of stands there for a while, and Ethan's like, (laughs) okay, bye. And she's like, bye. So we never, like, they asked him to get his witch's glass, and then they never asked for it again. Yeah. It was weird. Um, yeah, and then, like, later, Grandma is literally, like, watching Ethan running away from the house. Yeah, she never brings that up do, or, yeah. yeah, or asks him about it. Um, Marnie walks in and tells Grandma that she's gonna take Cody home because he's gonna wake up soon. So, Marnie takes a sleeping Cody home on her broom. Um, this boy, this teenage boy, would be just dead weight because he's asleep. How did she get him on there and keep him on there? Magic? I guess. <laughs> yeah, so he wakes up. As they're flying through the sky. Yeah, and Marty's like, oh, by the way, I'm a witch. And then he looks down, he's like, wah, wah, wah. Because he realizes they're on a broom in the middle of the air. (laughs) Yeah, and so Cody's like, oh, all that stuff at school makes sense now. You're a witch. Yeah. Makes sense. But he's just fine with it, and so they have a fun little ride through the sky. And and they fly over Ethan running into the high school. Yeah, so- Ethan charges into the principal's office, and the principal is, like, trying on his iron dagger ring. He's like, oh, looks so good. Yeah, and so Ethan's like, where's my dad? And then his dad opens up a portal and walks in, and the principal's just like, why do you always have to do that? Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, so it's revealed that the principal drew the dagger on the sidewalk. Um, Ethan shows his glass, and he's like, did you have something to do with this, father? Like, Cassie is in here. Cassie's my friend. Yeah, and um, his, his dad is just like, yeah, I did. It was necessary. And Ethan's like, you promised that no one was gonna get hurt by this. 
and... Yeah, the principal takes the glass to, like, look at it, and Cassie's like, uh, principal? Yeah. (laughs) Excuse me? I don't know what his name is. Yeah, and so Edgar explains that, or the uh, principal starts explaining that his family has uh, kept the magic away for centuries, and it's in his blood, but then Edgar's like, you wouldn't even know that your family did that if I didn't tell you. Um... Uh, yeah, Ethan is like, how could you do this to my friend? And Dad reveals that Ethan, Dad reveals that Ethan had caused the commotion at the mall and put the dagger in the pumpkin. Yeah, and he's like, if your friends find that out, they won't trust you anymore. I said, bad dad alert, we got another bad dad yeah. in a movie. <laughs> Ethan has basically done everything that he's, that his dad told him to, believing that no one would get hurt, and that they would, that, like, all the students would just, like, give up and return to Halloween Town. Yeah. Um, Edgar, his dad, was trying to convince uh, the Halloween Town that human Halloween Town that humans have not changed, and that the portal must stay closed permanently. Permanently, and the principal supports closing the portal. Yeah. Uh, but Cassie from Inside the Witch's Glasses, the Cromwells will stop you. But Edgar Dalloway's like, Mm-mm, not if I take their magic first. Mm-mm. Yeah. So, so Marnie, Mom, and Grandma are back at home discussing at the table what to do. Uh, they say whoever is behind it won't stop until they prove to the Halloween Town Council that Marnie has failed. So first things first, Mom goes into the witch's glass world to find Cassie. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we cut to school, and Grandma is telling Marnie that it's important that we stay focused on what's going on. And as she says this, the principal comes up to tell Grandma that she's being reassigned again. Uh, or that's what uh, grandma assumes but the principal was saying that um since they won't be having their haunted house at the carnival anymore but marnie's like yeah we are and the principal's like oh i thought with so many students leaving you wouldn't and he walks away like kind of mad their plan is not going how they thought it would and marnie's like uh that's suspicious and grandma's like you know what you're fucking right well at first she's like <laughs> no and she's like oh wait a minute <laughs> So grandma tells or tells her purse to crawl into the principal's office. Uh, the principal um, puts his ring in his pocket, like his iron dagger ring, and the purse attacks him. Yeah, and grabs it like from his pocket. I yeah. And now he has to walk with a cane because his purse like bit him. He not once is he's. I mean, I guess he like knows because they're magic, but still, I feel like he'd be like, "Hey, Aggie, are you? <laughs> what's up with your purse?" Yeah. Uh, the kids, the Halloween Town kids are setting up their haunted house, um, and they're really excited because, uh, they're gonna get to show people in the human world, uh, what, like, Halloween creatures are really like. Yeah, because Dylan is like, oh, we're gonna do, like, a scary Halloween house, or haunted house, and they're like, no, we wanna show them what we're really like. And he's like, that's gonna be boring, but fine. Yeah, they're not, like, scary, they're, like, everyday people, they work at, like, the Halloween Town Bank, and... This is what, uh, the trolls are like, and the goblins. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Um, so... Yeah, so Marnie walks up, and she's about to, um, like, cast a spell to, you know, make the house better, because it's not, like, completely built yet. Cody walks up, and he's like, hey, Marnie, like, I had this really weird dream last night that you were a witch, and And Marnie's like, hold on one second, and she performs the spell, like, literally in front of the entire student body, also setting up this carnival. And Cody's like, oh, you really are a witch. Um, yeah, so Marnie is just like, yeah, I am, and goes inside to do some finishing touches. Uh, the purse trips Cody outside, and then walks inside to bring Grandma the principal's ring. Mm-hmm. And now Grandma knows, and she's upset. 
Yes, Grandma literally just walks outside to confront him. Yeah, she hands him the ring, and she's like, I expected more from you. And so the principal's just like, how'd you know that? She says, the men you're trying to emulate were bigoted, hideous, evil human beings. Yeah, and then she's like, I'm surprised the ring fit. Um, And then as he's, like, holding the ring, Grandma walks away and turns it into a snake. (laughs) We love Grandma Aggie. We do. Um, uh, so then we just cut to the carnival that night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's already almost midnight. Mm-hmm. Um, and people are complaining that this is the worst haunted house they've ever seen. Because inside, Natalie's like, who wants to hear about the positive uh, contribution that trolls have made to society? Yeah. And they're all just like, <laughs> I want to be scared. <laughs> um, Edgar Dalloway just arrives and all the kids are like oh that's the best part of this haunted house yeah and so as soon as he shows up he starts using magic to cause everything like all of their replicas to come to life and he's just creating chaos yeah so ethan just like runs up and it's like dad no but the entire carnival is uh is a wreaking havoc when all these monsters start running out and like terrorizing everyone. Yeah, and so Grandma and Marnie keep trying to use this spell to like get them to go away, but every time they use it, they start getting like bigger and worse. And but like they don't one know. of them sets a fire. There's yeah. all this stuff going on. They don't know why that's happening. Yeah, and so Cody comes up and he's like, Marnie, I thought you were a good witch. But she's like, I, I don't know what's happening. And then they see Edgar pop up on top of the pumpkin. It's kind of remis- reminiscent of the Halloween Town jack o' lantern. <laughs> and they're like, We knew it was you. And then apparently Grandma's magic. Works yeah, she now. Goes, and then everything's gone. Yeah. So. And then, so, like, this whole, like, crowd forms around Grandma and Marnie. And the principal is just like, this is who they are. They're they witches. are evil. And not one person is like, what the fuck? Magic is real? Yeah, no one is terrified out of their mind. They all just come up and They're form a like, mob. Yeah, just like this angry mob starts. They're like, boo, you're evil. No, not one person is like, hey, do a magic trick. <laughs> yeah, so uh, all like, of the Halloween no Town sense. people run back into their haunted house, and as they close the door, somehow Edgar appears again. Well, they lock the door, yeah, and then Edgar appears, probably with magic, and reveals, oh, I am responsible for everything, and I've had help. And out behind him walks Ethan, and everyone's like, oh, Ethan, how could you? Yeah. Um, Dalloway demands uh, the Cromwell magic because Marnie couldn't deliver yeah, and, he just takes it from them. But Marty says, no one was threatening us until you showed up. Ooh. Y'all ever see a protest turn into a riot? Something was incited. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, so Dalloway just, like, casts a spell, and he's like, give me your magic, and just takes all the Cromwell magic. It's so easy to take. Well, yeah, so then Grandma and Marty fall to the ground. Then they're the so entire weak. crowd comes inside the haunted house, yeah, and the principal and Cody walk up to their respective yeah. women, and they're yeah. like, are you guys okay? Yeah, I go, Cody and principal tend to the Cromwells. <laughs> yeah, and the after, like, after the principal literally just started an angry mob against them. Yeah, and so Edgar just, like, goes through the portal, and he's like, bye, bitches, this is closed forever. And he's like, Ethan, come with me. And Ethan's like, no. And then he's like, okay, fuck you, bye. Yeah, and he's like, the portal will never open up again before entering. Yeah, so he, um, and he locks goes it through, up. and it, like, gets bricked up. And the mob is just like, yay! 
this portal that they've never, where does this portal go, mob? What, what are you cheering for? And so then. I mean, I guess it's an angry mob, so they don't, it's just like the group mind. (laughs) Well, now we have a white man who's going to explain the problem to the crowd because everyone loves to hear problems from white men instead of the people who are actually experiencing the problems. And he's like, Marty is your friend. Just because she's a witch, you're not going to be her friend anymore. She's been so great. for like three weeks and he's like, you've known Marty since first grade and now you don't like her anymore because she has magic yeah and so he's like just because people look different on the outside and everyone takes off their costumes he's like that doesn't mean they aren't different on the inside and marnie says you won't know if someone cares about you if you don't show them who you truly are yeah and yeah cody's like we're no different on the inside and the mob agrees they're like yeah they're not scary they play football with us he's got a great cast they're in our clubs and we like them even though five minutes ago we were fucking mob. <laughs> I, I guess. Yeah. It's like, I mean, I'm not saying that this is not realistic. Yeah. But it's so frustrating. Yeah. So Marty says that things have oh, changed. Yeah. The principal sees the light now. Yeah. And he's he throws like, his ring. Yeah. He's like, I don't need this. I love you, Aggie. And Aggie accepts. <laughs> Aggie. She shouldn't, but it's fine. <sighs> yeah. So Marty's, Marty says, oh, things have changed. And then grandma pulls out her witch's glass. And she's like, did you guys see that? And as that happens... Edgar gets thrown back into the mortal realm. What? Yes. What's happened? Mom and Cassie follow behind him, and more monsters follow. It turns out Grandma was projecting the whole conversation to through all the of Halloween glass. Town. To all of Halloween Town. And they have seen that the humans have changed. So, so Edgar starts like, saying, "Like you can't do this, blah blah blah." blah. And the Cromwells take their magic back. They just snatch it back. Still in the witch's glass. If she got her Cromwell magic taken away. I don't know. He didn't take it from her because she wasn't physically there. But I thought it was all the of all the Cromwells lose their magic. I don't know. She was fine, I guess. I, I guess. Yeah. So they snatch their magic back, and then Edgar's like, "This won't stand." But the council shows up, and they're like, "Hey, Edgar, you're a fuckface. <laughs> Fuck you." They're like, "If humans are willing to give us a chance, we should give them a chance." And so they fire Dalloway and trap him in the witch's glass, which. For the first time I saw this, that, like, kind of scared me. I'm like, he's just in the witch's glass forever? Like, where does he go? <laughs> yeah. Where that, like, heaven used to scare me, where you're just like, you're there forever and ever and ever and ever and never ends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, learning about afterlife as children was a traumatic experience for me. Same. <laughs> At six years old, my biggest fear is going to hell. I'm like, they're gonna torture me forever? Fucking heaven scared me. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the idea of anything forever. It's just never. Okay. <laughs> anyway, sorry for the little existential dread. So, um, at the carnival now, everyone's interacting with each other. All the monsters are friends. All the monsters, there's just like a parade of monsters coming through the portal to the mortal world. Yeah, but from Halloween Town. I, I guess humans don't go, do humans just go to Halloween Town? I don't think they have yet. I think they still need to learn about Halloween Town first. Yeah, like... I mean, they don't explain that, but yeah, I'm, I'm sure we'll get there. Confuse me. I mean, yeah, maybe we'll. I don't remember about the. I don't think it happens in the last movie. No, that's a different thing entirely. That's college for some reason. Yeah, there's no humans there. Yeah. But like, if the portal's open, I don't understand why humans don't just go to Halloween Town all the time. Well, maybe they do. We just haven't seen it yet. They're I enjoying guess. this bomb ass carnival. <laughs> Uh, Natalie and Dylan make up, but because they're so ugly to each other, they agree to be friends. Yeah, they try to kiss, and they're like, nah, let's just be friends. Um, the principal wants Grandma to stay as a teacher. 
And Grandma's like, okay, but I suggest we bring a little magic in. And they laugh. And then Mom goes up to Grandma and she's like, hey, where'd Marnie go? Yeah, she's flying above the carnival with Cody on her broom, and they kiss on the moonlight. And I guess everyone just knows that, like, Halloween Town exists now. I mean, everyone at the carnival does. (laughs) I guess they'll make, go on the news soon, make an announcement. What town do they live in? I have no idea. (laughs) I almost said Fernfield, that's (laughs) Airbus. No idea. (laughs) But that's the end. It's like in the Hannah Montana movie, whenever she's like, I'm Hannah Montana, and everyone's like, we'll keep your secret! Yeah. None of them <laughs> doesn't get out after that. Okay. So yeah, that's, that's that's the end of Halloween Town as we know it. It's the end of Halloween Town entirely. <laughs> Except for the spirit that lives on through Kimberly J. Brown. Love you, girl. Amazing. <laughs> See, we were talking Our about this Marnie. earlier. And I Not think my talk- Marnie. Marnie. <laughs> <laughs> we talked about this, I think, in one of the other podcasts, but we love that Marnie just embraces her character as Marnie and the Halloween Town franchise, and she doesn't, like, shy away from it. I love that. Fucking Zac Efron. I will get into that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about it. I'll talk about it. <laughs> Again, so- another high school musical thing. <laughs> How much do I say in the first High School Musical episode? How much do I wait for two and three? It's going to be a lot. So buckle in, you <laughs> I'll probably just say it all in the first episode, so I'm going to forget. Anyway. Did you have any quotes? I said all of them. Yeah, mine was just whenever Grandma was in teaching history, history. and just telling everyone yeah. that, like, hey, what you've learned in history is not is fucking true. Wrong. Columbus was a fuckface. We hate him. He's rotting in hell. <laughs> yeah. This is a Columbus hate podcast. <laughs> As all podcasts should be. We're going to rename this podcast. It's just, we hate Christopher Columbus. (laughs) Fuck Christopher Columbus. So, how did you rate and rank Halloween Town High? Um, I probably would have ranked it lower if it wasn't part of the Halloween Town franchise. Yeah. But because I love Marnie, and I love the Cromwells, and I love the strong women in this movie, I gave it a three and a half out of five. I put this at number 24, below Xenon's sequel, and above Brink. Yeah, I agree with you. The Halloween Town franchise is very strong. And for, a, like, a third movie and for it being a lot lighter, like you said, I feel like it still had some, like, messages in there that were nice. It's, yeah, the whole time I was watching this and whenever she's like, no one was threatening us till you showed up, I was like, bitch! Yeah, and Elizabeth had watched this before <laughs> Biden was elected, so it was I also, did. like, very tense and stuff. <laughs> she came in, she's like, have you watched the movie yet? Which I had not. <laughs> I watched it after Biden was already elected, so our views may have been a little different as we watch. But I give this a four four out of five, and I put it at number 11. Double Teamed is above it, and Johnny Tsunami is below it. But, so, for my Halloween Town movies, Halloween Town 2, I ranked the highest. Halloween Town 1 is second, and this one is third. I believe I'm the same. I think Halloween Town... Yeah, Halloween Town is above this. Uh, but I think... Yeah, yeah, I gave Halloween Town 2 for... Four and a half, and then Halloween Town four, and this is three, three and a half. Yeah. We love Halloween Town. And next week, I'm so excited because we're watching Now You See It. <gasps> I love a good magic movie. I've only seen bits and pieces of this movie. Oh, it's very exciting. We get to see Ali Mashaka. This movie walked, so Now You See Me could run. It's true. Um, I want to say something about Halloween Town. <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot to say. Um, maybe one of these days, um, one of these holiday movies will actually align with where we are at in the year. It's literally two, a week, a week after Halloween. Yeah, it didn't (laughs) happen this time. Maybe we'll get there someday. Anyway, now you see it is next week. And it's very exciting, so that's it. Bye.